Okay, let's uh, let's begin. Parshas Vayishlach. Parshas Vayishlach. Another exciting parsha coming up in uh, Sefer Bracious. Everything you want is in this parsha. There's war. There's there's um, children going out in dangerous situations. There's coming back to Eretz Yisrael, fighting with Malachim. A lot going on. So let's start with the beginning. A couple of thoughts on um, at the beginning of the parsha. Parsha starts off. Yaakov sends Malachim to his brother Esav on his way back. Now that he has eleven sons and one daughter, he's heading back. Arts of Seir today Edom, going back to uh, to Seir, leaving Chutz uh, as we mentioned at the end of last week's parsha, and going to going back to Eretz Israel. And what happens? He sends Malachim, he sends messengers, and he says to them, Go tell Esav on the way, go in front of me. My entourage will precede me. Right? I've lived with Lavan and I've been there t- since then, since now, um, all this time. So, of course, Rashi quotes the famous Chazal. Let's look at Rashi. Garti. Rashi has two pshatim there. The second one is more famous than the first. Number one. What does it mean, Imlavan Garti? I have lived. Garti from the word Ger. I have not become a prince. I am not Chashuv. I haven't been given so much honor where I have been. El You know, Lavan's been taking advantage of me. Right? It's why you're going to get jealous of me? They haven't come true. Nothing's come true. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in the lowest part of society I've been. Don't be angry at me anymore. You were so upset when I last left because of all the brachas I took. Nothing's happened. You see, they're, 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 they're not true. First shot. Dover acher. The Rashi quotes a second shot. Garti bigamatria taryag. Right? Garti is gematria taryag. Taryag mitzvah. Klomar. Imlovan garti. Lovan arasha garti. V'tariyag mitzvah shamarti. Imlovan harasha I have lived. And I have kept the tariyag mitzvahs. Right? Switch around the letters. Garti taryag. V'lo lamati mimaisav aram. And I haven't learned from his evil ways. <coughs> so a lot to talk about on this Rashi. Um, of course, tariyag mitzvahs. He married two sisters. Is that is that one of the tariyag? Is that one of the 365 losases? So no matter what approach you have, we alluded to, we mentioned the Rav Chaim Yivalajan last week or two weeks ago about um, what approach you take to the Avos keeping the Torah before it was given and how they can have some exceptions to their rules. So what does it mean here? Tariq Mitzvah Shamarti. How could he have kept Mitzvah Zatulia's Baretz? Right, so again, maybe it means he learned the ones that he couldn't do, but this is this is one of the more famous Chazals. Again, Tariq Mitzvahs. Um, What's the makar for taryag? This is one of the chazals. That's the makar for taryag. What's the makar for 613 mitzvahs? So the Gemara at the end of Masech is makos. The Gemara says, Torah tzivalanu Moshe. Moshe gave us Torah. Torah is gematria 611. So we got 611 for Moshe and two straight from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Anochi and lo yelacha. That's the makar for 613. One of the great achronim, Rav Yerachim Pishel Prolau, points out that there's a machlokas about everything in Yahadus. Whenever you don't know something, you can say machlokas. I asked about Talmudim something today. I asked one other time, I said, what's Allah? He says machlokas. Everybody started laughing because that's the, the usual. It, w- it wasn't the right answer that time, <laughs> but but um, but really, it's a uh, it's, it's it's a good try. It's a good try. Each time says machlok about everything in Yadus, but this I got it. The other mizachas makos that had hashgacha, that had siyata deshmaya, that mazel, and everybody agrees there were six hundred and thirteen. There's a machlok about what they are, but everybody agrees there were six thirteen. Tarik misoshamarti. Okay, so let's talk about this a little bit. 
through the eyes of the Klayakar. Start off with the Klayakar in source number one. Just to mention one of the more famous thoughts on Tariq Mr. Shamarti that many of the Bali Musr say. Many of the Bali Musr, I heard it from uh, in the name of Mayor Milablin, where he says, Tariq Mr. Shamarti, Vlolamati, Mimaisa Haroam, maybe Yaakov Avinu was saying a little Musr to himself. He says, I kept all the mitzvahs, but I didn't keep them like Allah kept his Averis. I didn't do it with as much as Slavos. I didn't do it with as much Cheshek. He says, when you see somebody who does something, he says, oh, they're into it. It's a Geshmak. He says, I'm loving Garti, but I didn't do, I didn't learn from him as much as I, as much as I could have. Okay, that's, uh, Alderak Drush. Not that the following is not going to be Drush either. But, but let's see the words of the Klayakar, one of the great Darshanim in history. Says the Klayakar in source number one. Pirish Rashi. First shot of Rashi is, I'm a ger. I'm still a, a stranger there. I wasn't given any, given any covet, so don't hate me for the brachas. But davar acher, garti tayag mitzvah shamarti. What's the set? What's the message of the second shot of Rashi? I've kept tayag mitzvahs, meaning he's not holding himself so low. Tayag mitzvah shamarti. I was able to survive there. Esav, take me seriously. I'm still Yaakov. I'm still a true Shomer Torah mitzvah. So says the Klayakar, it's kind of going in opposite directions, these two pshatim. V'shnei says that they contradict each other. She'im lo, line three, lo nasesi sar. If he's saying the first shot, I didn't become an officer, a sar. Imkein ba'al lafana bahachna. He's coming lowly. He's coming, I'm a lot, I'm nothing. The brachas didn't come true. I'm very, you know, don't, don't be jealous of me. V'yimam alo, tayi mitzvah shamarti. But the second shot, he's mashma adara, but just the opposite. I'm not scared of you. I kept all the tiring mitzvahs. I cut Baruch on my side. So which is it? So you can say, Rashi. So says the Chayakar, I'd rather not say that. I'd rather not say that it's tiring mitzvah shamar. The two pshatim are so opposite of each other. So says, lines 8, Al-Kain Libi Omer. My heart tells me, says the Chayakar, Shebeis Pirushim Elu Mareshnehem Ke'echad Emes. They really fit together. Lo kemosha pirish rashi dover acher. It's not two different shatim. Mashma shakol echad pirish bifnei atzmo. No, they fit together. Vizeu bir inyan. This is what it means. Shiyakov shalach lo leimar im lo vangarti lo naasesi sabachashav alager. I kept all the mitzvahs and I did not become a sar and a chashuv. Lo marlo shabrachos lo niskaimu bi. What is he telling Esav? One message. The brachas didn't come true. Brachas didn't come true. He's not saying that, that what Yitzchak said is a false. It's never going to come true. But he's saying, What is he telling? He's saying, he's saying the brachas of course have value. But you know what? It must be they didn't come true because, remember, I faked out, the, I faked out Abba. I faked him out. And you know what? He must have meant the brachas of Esav. I'm not Esav. So you see, you say, don't be mad at me. Continue. It didn't help me, the Ramos, the trickery that I did. Etc. Skip a few lines. And I'm never going to get the brachas, Esav. You have nothing to worry about. But I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Maybe I do, should get the brachas. But you know what? I've been with love in all these years. I obviously haven't deserved the brachas over the past couple of years. So maybe that's why, but the second you come back to Eretz Yisrael and get out of that environment, 
you know, you're going to get the brachas. Line 16. And if you ace up, think that really the brachas are going to be mekuyum. And the fact that I haven't gotten the brachas was because I haven't been kind of the Torah. That's not true. Because taryag mitzvahs shamarti. Because I've kept all the taryag mitzvahs. So don't think otherwise. Skip a line. Al zera margarti. Haray taryag mitzvah shamarti. V'yafal pikin lo nasesi sarvachashuv. I've kept the taryag mitzvahs and I still haven't become so great. Elavade shalohanumaisi. It must be that the brachos aren't going to be mekuyam. Says the klayakar, the pshatim, though on the surface seem opposite. I'm a sarvachashuv. I didn't become a sarvachashuv. I'm coming b'achna. Or taryag mitzvah shamarti. You better be afraid of me. Says the klayakar. No. One really, they work in tandem. They dovetail with each other. I didn't become a Sarva Chashuv. The brachas didn't come true. And you think it's because I haven't kept the mitzvahs? I did keep the mitzvahs. I've done everything on my side of the bargain. I didn't get the brachas, so it must be they're not coming true. And then he even says at the end, mistafina. If I wouldn't be scared, Mechaveirai, from my friends, that's a Lushan that when you're always about to say something radical, you put that in. If I wouldn't be scared, Hayisi Mochek Davar Acher Min Pirish Rashi. I would take out those two letters. Davar Acher, two pshatim, it's not. Ki be'emes, shnei hapshatim tzrichen zelazeh. They both work with each other. Two, they work together. One idea. But there's another way to put the two pshatim together in Rashi. This is suggested by the Shem Anatov, or by Bernard Weinberger, one of his svarim, Chelek Beis of his svarim, in source number two. It says of, of uh, Dove, Dove Weinberger, Bernard Weinberger, for Nire, he quoted the Klayakar beforehand, source number two, and he says, I think this is how you could put the Tupshatim of Rashi together. Again, the Tupshatim, I'm not so, I wasn't so great, right? I, I'm not a, I'm, a, I'm only a ger, I wasn't made a sarva chashuv, and I kept all the tarig mitzvahs. Says the Shemanatov. They go together. Why? Because I wasn't made a sar. And I wasn't given a great life there, and I wasn't made on such a put on such a high pedestal. That's why I was able to keep tariyag mitzvahs, because the second that I'm welcomed and I feel like it's my home, and I feel like everything's perfect over there, so then the tariyag mitzvahs start falling away. The dafka only somebody who does not feel permanent in this world. Surrounded by all the Gashmias in the world like Lavan was. How do you expect to keep being a Jew in base Lavan? Only if you're not made a Sarva Chashuv and you feel like a Ger and you don't feel like a Toshav. Even in a surrounding, in an environment of physical enjoyments and desires, the only way to survive there is if you don't feel that anything is kavua. Everything is not permanent. If you can't be a ger there, right? with the famous story, somebody's visiting the Chavetz Chaim and comes into the Chavetz Chaim's house and he sees the Chavetz Chaim has a chair, has a table, maybe has a, has a place to keep his drinks. So he asks the Chavetz Chaim, where's all your furniture? Where, where is everything? So the Chavetz Chaim says, where's all your furniture? So the guy says, I'm, I'm just passing through. Chavetz Chaim says, so am I. So he says, that's, that's the adage. exactly this, this point. If, if you don't feel like a, like a, like a Toshav, if you have the feeling of a gear that everything around us 
is just here today but gone tomorrow. Who knows? Who knows? Nothing's eternal except the Torah. It says that that's when we could keep Tariq Mitzvahs. That's the proper attitude we have to have. And so too, the opposite, Misha Zarbatayag Mitzvah. Somebody who's Zahir in all the mitzvahs, well, it must be. If somebody is somebody, if, if somebody is someone who keeps all Tariq Mitzvahs and is is careful in every aspect and diktuk of halacha, it must be because he doesn't feel himself as Kavua in the Gashmias around him. He says, that's the Pshad of the Rashis. And that gave me the ability. Tariq Mitzvah Shamarti. Right, they fit together, says the Shemanatov. Two approaches, how to put, again, Pashtas, Rashi's giving two Pshatim, the Klayakar puts them together in one way, the Shemanatov puts them together in the other way. Let's continue now, going back to the Psukim for a minute. If you look at the Psukim, so Yaakov sends to Esav, Vayetzavo Samleimar, we just read Pasuk, hey, Pasuk Vav. This is what the, the Shlichim are supposed to send to Esav. Vayehili Shor Vachamor Tzon Vehebet Veshivcha. I have oxen and donkeys, sheep, avadim. I have everything. I'm going to send you some. I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you some. And they come back and they told him, we met Esau, he has 400 men. And what does Yaakov do? He splits his camp. As Rashi quotes, he got ready for war. He was very scared. He splits. He splits up his son, his bakar, his camels into two camps. Only the Meshachachma could pick up on the diuk and the difference between these two psukim that we just read. When he says, sends to Esav, he says, what, is, what does he tell his messengers to tell Esav? What does he have? Shor, chamor, son, ebed, shivcha. For which animals? Oxen, donkeys, sheep. And then what does he have? What does he have? He's, he splits up the camp. He has sheep, cattle. Okay, that's okay. That's sure. And camels. Why didn't he mention Gemalim when he spoke to Esau? He has Gemalim. He mentions Chamor. He doesn't mention Gemalim. Why the switch? Why are Gemalim? Okay, the sheep. Well, Tzon is in the second Pasuk. And, right, Tzon and Botsukim. Tzon and Botsukim. Bakar and Shar could be a switch. But Gemalim. Why are Gemalim? He has Gemalim. Why didn't he mention Gemalim? That's the Meshachachma's Kasha. So you might say, okay, forget the Gemalim. What's the big deal? But the Meshachachma builds the Yisod Gadol based on this one minor little difference in Lashon that the Torah is alluding to us. Source number three. It says the Meshachachma. Lo Amar Gamal Kidzal Kaman Vahagamalim. It doesn't say Gamal when it says, when he's telling Esav. Uh, when he's telling Esau what he has, what he, Yaakov, has, he does not mention Gemalim, even though he has Gemalim. This is the Inyan. God created man straight, and then we perverted and um, caused problems with our personalities. What does that mean? Kiyata atzmo litzad hatov tamid. Says the Meshachach, was something much talked about by the Mepharshim on Parshas Gracious. When man, create, when man was created, he was naturally good. He was naturally litov. There was no ra inside of him. Right? The Ramban even says in two places on Chumash that man did not have Bechir Chavshis in Gan Eden. How did he sin? Good question. But man didn't have Bechir Chavshis. He was naturally good following the word of God. Rakayet Sahara, who Mesis Bifne Atzmo. 
The Yitzhahara was a seducer for sin by its himself, meaning from, from the outside. It was external. It was external. We'll talk more about this in a second. Amnam kasher boha nachash al chava bazuma. So the Gemara in Shabbos says when the nachash came and, and put zuhama, put impurity into chava, which is what happened after the chait. Shenis arbavu hatova harabo ba'atzmo. Then after the chait, good and bad became mixed inside of man, of mankind now. Ukemoshe dirim unklus minei lemeidatavu bish. Good and bad. That's what the chait did. It used to be that ra. And the desire to do Ra, which was means against God's will, was outside of man or woman, mankind, until after the Chayda became inside. I want to just look for a minute. This is what Rav Chaim of Elijah writes as well in Nefesh Chaim. Rav Kuberman quotes this in the bottom of his Demesh Chachma. I gave it to you in source number four. The Nefesh Chaim. For Ha'inyan, Ki Kodem Achet before the Chet. Im Ki Vade Shahaya Ba Bechira Gomor. Yes, the Nefesh Chaim does not say like the Ramban, so extreme. That he didn't have Bechira. Of course, man had Bechira beforehand, or else how did he sin? To everything that he would want. To do good or the opposite. Because after all, the whole purpose of Bria, the why did Hashem create man, is not to create a world of angels, but to create man who has choice and make the right choice. And yet he sinned afterwards. Amnam, line 5. Lo shahaya inyin bechiraso machmashekochos harahayu klulim besocho. When man was created, it wasn't because the powers of evil were inside of him, part of him, part of his atzmius. Ki huhaya adam yashar lagamre. That's the pasuk in Kohelas. Kodesh Baruch created adam yashar. Kalul rak misidri kochos akedusha levad. We only had kochos of kedusha. We were totally pure. Tov gamur, belishum iruv unitia. There was nothing mixed up inside of us. It was purely good, purely tov. Litzada hipoch klal. It wasn't any any turning to the other side. The kochos harahay omdim litzad. It was outside the kochos ra. That was the what the nachash symbolizes. The abarbanel says it wasn't a snake. It was all in the minds, but it was some external force. That was pulling Adam to do evil. He was a Babakhira, but it was outside of him. After the Chait, based on Chazal, comes along the Nachash and puts the Zuama, that means all of a sudden the Kochazara are inside of man. Until when? Back to line 11 in the Meshachachma. Ad Shegimel Avot's Biru Vizikaku. Until the Avot's Hakadoshim, Avri Besakinakov, came. And turn the process around, and were able to purify the Jewish soul again. Kimi Avram Yatsa Yishmael. Avram tried, but out of him came a Yishmael. From Yitzchak came an Esav, and finally Yaakov achieved perfection. He was mole of the Shlema, Right, he was had the perfect perfect uh, children set, and Yaakov reached the stage, and we are Bnei Yisrael, Bnei Yaakov, and therefore we follow his model. He achieved the level again. That we are all naturally, naturally the tov. What does it have to do with camels? Let's see. Line 15. The etzem nefesh of Yisraeli notel tov. The etzem nefesh of every Jew is to do tov. Right? He says we are all back. Says the Meshachachma to what other Marishan was. The Yisahara isn't inside of us like the Yisatovis. As the Gemara says in Brachas that we say to Hashem, "What do you want from us?" It's the it's the Sarsha Malchis, it's external forces. 
He said, this is why, he says, you're allowed to kfiya forcing someone to do a mitzvah. It works. Like the Rambam says. Which Rambam? Which Rambam? Probably one of the top ten famous Rambams. Let's, I gave it to you inside. Look at the next page for a minute. Then we'll continue the Mashachachma. The Rambam Nechaz Gerishin. He quotes Paragimel there. That's a mistake. It's Parachaf. Parabeza Halachachaf. The end of Paragimel. The Rambam talks about a case there of a man who has to give a get. Whatever the case is, it's a case where Bezdin, and the halach is he has to give a get. Whatever the case is, so Bezdin tells him to give a get, and he says no. He says no. And I doesn't want to give a get. So says the Rambam, that Bezdin has the power to force him to give a get, to bop him over the head and to force him to give a get. We're not talking about halach lemaisa now, in terms of what type of Bezdin has the power to do this, but theoretically, Bezdin has the power to bop him over the head and to tell him to give a get. So the question though is, we know that a man cannot be forced to give a get. If a man is forced to give a get, that's called a get mu'usa. And, you know, the get doesn't work. A man has to give it willingly. A woman, Mida Araisa, can be forced to get a get, not Mida Rabbanan, but a man cannot be forced to give a get. So why does it work? If Bezin is bobbing him over the head and he said, okay, I'll give a get. Why does that work? That's a forced get. Let's see what the Rambam says. And remember, this is the Rambam. With all his rational background and hashkafa, we should keep in mind as he wrote this, and this is in Mishnah Torah. It's the Rambam and it's in Mishnah Torah. Let's see. Says the Rambam on line seven. Velamalo batel gets there. Why isn't this get batel? Shari who anus bein biad akal bein biad Yisrael. He's forced. Shein omrim anus el lemisha nilchatz v'nitchak. A person is not anus forced unless he is forced. Lasos davar sheinu mechuyev b'omin haTorah. Only if somebody's forcing him to do something that he does not have to do. So now that's considered a force. Kigon misha huka at shemachar or at shenasa. Unless he's somebody sitting on my head because he wants to buy my car. And finally, I say to him, okay, I'll sell it to you. Okay? And then he pays, so is that a sale? So in halacha, that might not be a sale because I don't have to sell you my car. So I said, I only said it because you're sitting on my head. But if you get off my head, I'm not going to, I don't want to sell it to you. Aval line 12. Misha takfo yitzro hara levatel mitzvah. But let's say there's a mitzvah you have to do. And then we, and you don't want to do it. But then we sit on you until you do the mitzvah. And you say, fine, I'll do it. That's not called a force. That's called doing the mitzvah. Why? And we hit him until he does what he's supposed to do. Or until he distances himself from what he's not allowed to do. That's not anus. Why? It's his own Yitzhahara that's forcing him not to do the right thing. So when we force him, we are kind of removing the layer that is really forcing him and his true inner pintalayid is coming out that say, okay, I'll do the mitzvah. Where does that come from? Says the Meshachachma, it's because Yaakov Avinu put back into every Jew the koach of only to do tov. That's what every Jew naturally does and is leaning towards. So still, what does this have to do with camels? Let's go back to the Meshachachma. Line 19. Vaharahu inyin bifnei atzmo. Evil is something outside. Inside of him, Yaakov is pure, only tov. Lo ke'esav achadeir avumos olam. Not like the other nations of the world. Shenafsham ivsara. That inherently, they have a taiva for ra and tov. Only the Jewish people, children of Yaakov Avinu, they have the natural instinct of tov. So now, let's explain. Line 22. Excuse me. What does he tell Esau? I have oxen and donkeys. What are oxen and donkeys? Oxen have two kosher signs. Chamor has two non-kosher signs. 
a chamar does not have split hooves, and a chamar does not chew its cud. So it's clear. I have shor v'chamar. Clarity. I have shor inside of me and chamar outside of me. Tahar inside, tameh outside. Kitov hara nifradim heim. gamal. And he did not say, Vayihili, I have gamal. What's a gamal? A gamal has one and not the other. Just like a pig has one and not the other. Right? A gamal has, uh, does not have split hooves, but chooses cut. Just like Gamal has a simon of Tumah. She has a man of Esav. Right? That, that came out of Rivka and Esav came. What is Esav compared to in the Midrashim? A pig. Because a pig has one, is all mixed up. He has one simon Tumah, one simon Tara. The pig sticks up his hooves. Look, I have split hooves. But it doesn't chew its cud. So that's what he's telling him. Skip a few lines. It's all mixed up. What does Esav do? He goes and kills in the field and he comes and gives, does, does keep it of aim to his parents. It's all mixed up. Says Yaakov, I have Shar and I have Hamar. But even though later on he sees he has, he doesn't say Vahili. Because Esav, I'll give you half, I'll give you some Gamalam as a present. But it's not for me. Vided Rosh Aruch. The Ain Khan Mikomo. An amazing ha'ara that there's a difference, and the fact that you read a chumish, you know, and you think you left out the word gamal, so you come to this whole thesis about uh, Judaism, you know, that's a meshachach. There is a similar idea, not exactly, a similar idea that I have mentioned in other shiurim, but it's uh, also an idea to mention here from Rav Shechter in source number seven. The Gemara first in source number six distinguishes between two categories of, of holy items. Tashmishe Mitzvah and Tashmishe Kedusha. The Gemara says in source number 6, Tashmishe Mitzvah Tashmishe Mitzvah Nizrakin. Tashmishe Mitzvah do not have to be put into Shemis, but they're just thrown away in the garbage. Maybe nicely, maybe in a plastic bag, they do not have to be buried. Tashmishe Kedusha Nignazin. Tashmishe Kedusha have to be Nignaz, they have to be buried. What are the, What are each of these? Ve'elohain Tashmishe Mitzvah. What are Tashmishe Mitzvah? Sukkalul of Shofrit Tzitzis. A sukkah me'ikar adin, after you use it, you can throw it out. Maybe it's not nice to, maybe put it in a bag, but a sukkah is not put in Seamus. Sitzes are not put in Seamus. Sitzes should not be put in Seamus, because if you put something into Seamus that does not deserve to be put in Seamus, then we're being mezalzel in the real item that should be put in Seamus. So, what are you supposed to do with sitzes? You say, use the strings for bookmarks in your svarim, Maril says. But either way, so you can wrap it in a plastic bag, and then you can put it in the garbage, but just, you should, uh, one does not have to put them in Seamus. Ve'elo in Tashvisha Kedusha, what Tashvisha Kedusha? The bags of, or the covers of Sifre Torah, the tefillin bag, a mezuzah box, tikshal Sefer Torah, not tikshal tefillin, uritsu osehem. Those are shamus. What's the difference? What's the difference between these two categories? So explains Rav Shechter, based on the Ran there and others, that the difference is what's connected to the Ksav of Torah. Anything connected to cloth is shamus. A tefillin box is connected to the cloth inside of it. So a tefillin box is also Seamus. A tefillin bag holds the Ritzuas, which has Kedusha, that goes into it, that's Seamus. Sitzes don't connect to Ksav, right? You do a mitzvah with it, Tashmishe mitzvah. When you use it, it has Kedusha, meaning it has for the mitzvah. But after you finish with it, a lulav, a sukkah, tzitzes, that's not Seamus. Because, you know, that's used for a mitzvah. But after you finish its mitzvah, it was never connected to the Ksav of Torah. So therefore, Meikra Din Nizrakin. Mashenkein, anything to do with Tefillin, Mezuzah, and, and uh, Sefer Torah has to be buried. Rav then uses this beautifully to say maybe that's why 
there's a mitzvah kavura of burial midaraisa for Jews. But for Umos HaOlam, not on the same level. Obviously, it's Darkei Shalom, and it's a nice idea, Kavad Abrios, Selam Elokim, but not in the same way. No, when it comes to family, you know, there's a higher standard. Why? Where does that come from? Why is, this, why is there a difference in the halach of Kvura? Says Rav Shechter, Valderach Zelain 7, Hayanir Lavara Hevdel, Shemin Gufa Yisraeli Lukufa Nachri, Deleka Misas Kvura Lavi Yisraeli Lavola Nachri. Why? Degufa Nachri Dino Ketashmi She Mitzvah. Umos HaOlam, they have mitzvahs to do. They have seven mitzvahs to do. And while they do the mitzvahs, wonderful, beautiful. They're called attachments to mitzvah because they're serving Kaddish Baruch Hu. Sha'avim b'chayev asak b'gufa b'zai mitzvahs b'nei noach mikomakom achazai mitzvahs and nizrakin. There's no mitzvah of Shemis because they have the status of Tashmishi mitzvah. But every Jew has the connection to the Torah. Just like a tefillin box, just like a Sefer Torah cover, every Jew has a natural connection to Torah. Masha'enki gufa Yisraeli dino k'tashmishi kedusha. We have every Jew is Shemis and that's the Zuchiyah to bury him. After death, there's no mitzvahs that we do. But then there comes the obvious question. What about a Jew who never learned Torah in their life? We live in a time period where most Jews were never exposed to the beauty of Torah. Most Jews are, are assimilated. They never opened up a Gemara. They open, never opened up a chumash. So how can you say, why should it be? They never have a connection. They never had a connection to Torah. So it says Rav Shechter, what many other achronim say, um, Rav, Rav Salvechik, he quotes this from Rav Salvechik. Others write this, the Gemara in Mesechas Nida. In the second column, I'm not going to read it, the whole thing to save time. The Gemara Nida tells us that all of us learned all of Torah in utero. Every Jew lords called Torah Kula with a Malach in utero. On the way out, right, the Malach wants to make sure we earn it. We earn it, and therefore, he gives us a little flick on the lip, and therefore we forget it on the way out. Okay, one of the reasons for Shalom Zachar is the Simon of Avelos. He eats uh, chickpeas because the Simon of Avelos for the Torah that he lost. Okay, the kasha is, though, if we're meant to forget it anyway, because we have to earn it, and we have to work for it, so why teach it to us in the first place? So why does the Gemara say that? The Allah teaches us if he's going to cause us to forget it anyway. So say many achronim, but he quotes it from Rav Salvechik here in Source 7, to give every Jew the natural connection to Torah. The Pintalayid, to create that Pintalayid, the natural connection, Latov and Latorah, that is what is being, is being created by all the Malach's learning of Kalatarakula. So what do you see from here? Every Jew has that natural connection, the natural tendency of Torah. No matter if a Jew never learned a thing in their life, they're still connected to it. Like the Meshach Chachma says, what makes us unique is that inside it's only Tov. The Ra is all external outside of us. Next point. What about a Ger? So he always asks, what Shevet does a Ger go to? Where was a Ger on Harsinai? I have to write a safer on uh, all of these questions. Safer on all these questions. Um, let's continue. Maybe we'll have a shear on it one time. We're all Gerim at Harsinai. We were all Gerim. Gershon is Geyer. Okay. V'chei, let's go to Perak Lamedalad. Pasuk Zion. Lamedalad Zion. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about Shechem. Not too deeply. But uh, let's talk a little bit about Shechem. The story with Shechem. 
And let's just analyze one phrase that is discussed. Perak Lamadalid, Pasik Zayin. Says the um, brothers. Ubnei Yaakov Bowman Asada Kisham Um, the brothers heard what happened. Vayit Atsvu Ha'anashim. And the men were very upset. And they were very angry. Yisrael, a abominable act happened in Israel. Lishkavis Bas Yaakov, right? To to do this with with a Bat Yaakov, lo lo and it is not done. Ask many of the Mefarshim, what is that last? What are those last three words telling us? So Rashi quotes. Right, it's obviously extra in the Pasuk. Right, they were angry because it shouldn't be done to Abbas Yaakov. What's the V'chein Lo Yehoseh? with a Vav Achibor, the separate point. So what does that mean? Three Pshatim. First Rashi. Rashi, V'chein Lo Yehoseh, La'anos is Apsulos, Shehaumos Gadru Atzman Min Ha'arayos Al Yedei HaMabol. The nations already, already realize that, you know, Arayos, right, Arayos is one of the main Averis that caused the Mabol. We're staying away from Arayos. Right? We don't uh, we don't want to have another mabul, and therefore the umos were gadar. Where do you know the umos were gadar? Was another riot to this? Avimelech. Right, Avimelech, Avimelech. You know he's going to kill me, so he doesn't live with an ashes ish. So Shvichas Damim wasn't so bad. Gilead Arias, right? So gadar aspam minar minar Arias, right? That's the gadar aspam minar Arias. That's Rash. But there are two other pshat that maybe that we could suggest. Number one, from the base Halevi, which we might have mentioned before, and the other one I couldn't have mentioned before because I just got the safer this week. So, source number eight, the base Halevi. Again, what does it say? How this is not done to Abat Yaakov and Vechain Lo Yeaseh. So, let's see. Vagamo Yishlom, my source number eight. Dahakasabal, Atarul, the Saper, Godel, Ha'avla, Vahanavala, Shasa, Bishchem. The Puzzle is telling us the terrible tragedy that took place in Shechem. That's what it says that a terrible, disgusting abomination happens. That's who Shechem did this to? We're talking about Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu's daughter this happened to? obviously didn't know who, 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 who this girl was. Did he know he was the Bechir Havos? Did he know he was starting with the forefather of the Jewish people? He didn't know that. He knew he was a Chashuv, but still, line 11, He didn't really realize who Yaakov was. And therefore, we might say to, um, to ourselves, so was it so bad? Should he be punished the way he was? He didn't know it was Yaakov Avinu. Skip a few lines, line 15. Why should he be punished so much? He didn't know exactly how wicked and terrible his actions were. But that leniency only makes sense if what he did wouldn't have been so bad had it been anybody else. And the only reason it was bad was Yaakov Avinu. Then the action itself of If that was true, that the chait was only because who it was and not what it was, so then maybe there'll be room for leniency a little bit of leniency, not clemency, but a little bit of leniency. 
But, line 23, But now that we know that any woman, any girl, this is a terrible thing to have done, it's, it's what was done, not to who it was done to. So then, it doesn't matter who it was, and you're going to get the same punishment. That's the pshat, says the Beis Alevi, skipping down. Third line 13, And just in case you think it's different, This is not done to anybody. That's what the extra phrase is saying. It's not different because it was about Yaakov. Obviously, it was about Yaakov, but it was bad uh, and wicked and terrible objectively. Pshat number two. Finally, the third shot, and that's from the Tefer Shimshon of Pincus, Pincus's new Sefer on Beratius. Source number nine. Says the Rav Pincus, after quoting the Beis Halevi, he says, I'll give you another shot. Give you another shot. Line four. Mashal. A mashal, which Rav Pincus is always amazing at getting mashalim. A small mashal. Mashal shnei bachurim shayi benem sechzach. Let's say two bachurim had a fight between them. In the middle of learning, in the middle of the base medrash. One of them, the chavrusa are having a fight, one of them gets up and slaps the chavrusa across the face. <gasps> the whole base medrash. <gasps> there were two things that just happened here. There were two negatives about his act. Number one, the fact that he hit his friend. This is unacceptable. This is not done. It's not just the act. But it's more than the act itself. But it's that, look at what you did. This is pasnished. This is unacceptable. In the base medrash. It's, it's more meta. It's a meta point. It's not just the act itself. But there's something very wrong here. This is not acceptable. Also here, You want to say his act? It doesn't deserve the whole city to be wiped out because of him? Okay. There's a lot of things that happen. Terrible things. But something like this is not just as the act, it's just. These types of things are not done. It's not just Kiyasa Navala, the act itself. But it's unacceptable. This is unacceptable. And he even says, he gives another mushal. One rabbi who was giving muster to a husband, Shakaz Alishto, that got angry at his wife, and closed the door. Slam the door in her face. He says, Regarding the the closing of the door per se, Okay, we can figure out who is right in the argument and who is wrong. He says, This is not done. Who is right in the argument? There's what to talk about. But what you did is not done. This is not acceptable. Two kids might be having a fight and they come in and they talk to their parents. And each one of them obviously has a different story. And the truth is somewhere in between. So, most of the time parents will say, I don't care if one of the children did something that's above and beyond, he can't or she can't argue, but they did this. Because the chen lo Certain things are beyond the pale, like this husband slamming the door, and like the met boy slapping the other boy in the face in the middle of the base madrash. 
like Rav Pinka says. Okay. Three Pshatim to V'chein Lo Let's talk a little bit. The next uh, few minutes is really part of a larger shear, which I've I've uh, talked about in other shear, but Parshat Vayishlach is the Parsha to talk about it, and let us talk about it. Some of my Talmidim who are listening out there probably remember the whole shear on this. Let's talk about a detail of Gid Hanasha. Let's go back in the story. We have to mention Yaakov fighting with the Malach, and we know at the end of the Parsha, the end of that, that section of the Parsha, because he started limping, so B'nai Yisrael don't need to Gid Hanasha anymore. Um, Pasik. Let's look back at that Pasik. Pasik Havav in Perak Ramad Beis. He saw he couldn't get it. He couldn't get him. So he just hits the thigh of Yaakov Avinu. Send me away. I have to go sing. What's your name? Yaakov. He changed it to Yisrael. And at the end, Pasik Lamed Gimel. Akein lo Yochum and Yisrael is getting Anasha. But Yisrael don't need to get Anasha. Asher Kavayarek Arayomaze. There's an interesting machlokas. Seems like a detail, but we'll see. It's going to shed light on a major topic. Mishnah the Mishnah says the Mishnah only applies to kosher animals not to non-kosher animals in other words if I eat the Gid of a non-kosher animal how many Averos did I do? says the Tanakama one one Avera if you eat non-kosher Gid you only did the Avera of non-kosher Isser Gid only applies to kosher animals Rabbi Yehuda Omer Afitzmeyer, Rabbi Yehuda says, no, it even applies to non-kosher animals. If you eat a non-kosher, if you eat the Gidanasha of a non-kosher animal, two others. Isser of Treif and Isser of Gidanasha. Continues the Mishnah, Amr of Yehuda. Amr of Yehuda, Ba'alom Ebene Yaakov Nasser Gidanasha. What do you mean? The Shvatim themselves weren't allowed to eat Gidanasha. Va'adayin behemah tamayah muteris lohen. And yet, they ate non-kosher animals. There was no such thing as kashras in the times of the Shvatim. And they weren't allowed to eat Gidanasha. So says Rabbi Yehuda, right? It's unusual. Usually the Svaris for the Sheetas in the Mishnah are given in the Gemara. Here the Mishnah itself gives a reason. It says Rabbi Yehuda, of course I'm right. The Israel of Gidanasha applies to non kosher animals. Because the brothers weren't allowed to eat Gidanasha, and yet they ate non kosher animals. Answer the Chachamim, Amrulo, Besinai Neemar, Elashenechtav Bimkomo. No, no, no. It was said at Sinai, but it was written in its spot. What does that phrase mean? So we have a machlokas between Rashi and the Rambam. Both amazing and mechudash in their own way. Says Rashi, you know what it means? I gave it to you in source number 11. The brothers were allowed to eat the Gidhanasha. That Pasuk that we just read, was a later addition by Moshe Rabbeinu. Al-Kain, if you even... If you even read the Psukim straight, it sounds like a little bit that that Pasuk was like stuck in. You have the whole story, and he was limping, and he's, he was limping in the morning, and then it says, Al-Kain lo yochlo b'nei It's like the narrator talking. The B'nei Yisrael should not eat the Gidan Asha. It's like a narrator. Adayom So it sounds like, like according to Rashi, the brothers ate the Gidan Asha. When Al-Kadosh Baruch Hu gave the Torah at Sinai, he wanted to put in the halacha that the Jewish people forever, from now on don't eat Gedanasha so he put it next to the story of what we're trying to remember but the brothers themselves ain't the Gedanasha that's what the brothers say back to Rabbi Yehuda it's a historical machlokas Rabbi Yehuda says what do you mean the brothers didn't eat Gedanasha the brothers didn't eat Gedanasha and it applied to non-kosher animals say the Chacham Soda no that's wrong the brothers did eat the Gedanasha it's a historical machlokas according to Rashi says the Rambam no different shot 
Says the Rambam in source number 12. This is the Pirish of Mishnayis there in Chulun Dafkuf. Says the Rambam where it's underlined. V'sim Listen to this very important principle that I'm going to share with you. Hamuva What does it mean it was said in Sinai Elo Shenechta Bimkomo? Vuhu. You have to know. Why do we not do Averis today? Why do we do mitzvahs today? Says the Rambam. You know why we do mitzvahs today? Because of Moshe Rabbeinu. That's it. Not because any prior Nevi'im told us something. Why, why don't we eat Eber Menachai? Why do we do bris milah? Anybody has a schuss to pour in bris milah? Why do we do bris milah today? Not because Avraham did bris milah to his son Yisrael on the eighth day. That's not because we do bris milah. The reason we do bris milah is because Moshe Rabbeinu told us at Har Sinai to do bris milah. There's a difference between the history of a mitzvah and the reason that a mitzvah is obligatory upon us. The history of a mitzvah, Avraham, Yisrael, and Yaakov, wonderful. But the reason that we have to do mitzvah says the Rambam, is because Moshe Rabbeinu. Continues the Rambam. Hashem didn't, the reason we don't do Eber Menachai is not because Hashem told Bnei Noach not to do it. Moshe also learned Eber Menachai. Moshe answered it. Moshe told that our Sinai, he reiterated the Isser. That's why. Why do we do Brismila? Not because of Avraham. That's the history of the Mitzvah. But why do we do the mitzvah? Because Moshe Rabbeinu told us that we have to do this mitzvah. And that's by Gid HaNasheh as well. Mila Eber Menachai, second to last line, V'chein Gid HaNasheh. Ein anu mimshachin bo'acharei asher Yaakov avinu. Just because the brothers didn't eat it. It's not a historical machlokas. The brothers did not eat Gid HaNasheh. But you know what? That has nothing to do with us. Maybe the brothers didn't eat Gid HaNasheh even by non-kosher animals. But when it comes to us, who says that's the case? The reason we do get an Asha is because Moshe Rabbeinu told us and Moshe Rabbeinu writes his own rules. And he could say it only applies to kosher animals. Halotira Amram. Then he just quotes what we referred to before. I'll give you the big raya. You know how we know that it's because of Moshe Rabbeinu? Sheish meos ushlosh esrei mitzvos nem lola Moshe misinai. Moshe Rabbeinu gave us 613. Say chazal. They don't say 606 with seven holdovers from before. Moshe gave us all 613. That's why we do, right, with the, with the two from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's why we do the mitzvahs, and that's the pshat of the, that Mishnah in Chulim. That's Gid Hanasha. This is the principle, yeah? The Tanakama. What does Tanakama say? Maybe, does he not hold of this? Or maybe he would say, maybe he, he would agree, but maybe the mitzvahs cannot change so much. He would say, you're right. Moshe Rabbeinu did it, but if, if it applied, but it would existed beforehand, maybe it couldn't change so much in Allah. Maybe that's what he would say. This is, a, this is an idea that comes up in many places. Let me just give you two other places where it comes up. Number one is on the bottom. Source 13, the Rambam, at the beginning of Telchus Avel. The Rambam says, Mitzvah say lehis abel al hakrovim. It's a mitzvah to mourn. Avelos. We mentioned that a mitzvah does not mean that I want to do it. Not every mitzvah do I want to do. But a mitzvah means that Hashem, in every situation, tells us how to act. So mitzvah says, "Avel akrovim." It's mitzvah to be misabel akrovim. Skip a few words. Ve'in avelus min haTorah elav yom rishon bovad. Avelus mida araisa, according to the Torah, is one day. One day is avelus da araisa. Shu yom amisov yom akvura, and it's not only one day. It's only if death and and, and burial happen the same day. 
if death and burial are a day apart, then there is no Avelos Daraisa. Right? Avelos Daraisa is only death and burial on the same day. Avel Shar HaShiva Yamim Eino Din Torah. But the rest of Shiva, what we call Shiva, is Din Durabanan. Mid This is the Ramam Shita. According to Tosavis, all, all Shiva is Durabanan. The Ramam and the Rif and the others say that no, at least the first day of Shiva is Daraisa. Says the Rambam, I have a big kasha on myself. Look in Parshas Vayachi. What does Parshas Vayachi say? Vayachi va'aviv evil shivas yamim. The brothers said shiva for Yaakov Avinu. How can you say it's not Daraisa to hold seven days? They said seven days for Yaakov Avinu. That's the, that's, a, that's the best Daraisa you could get. Says the Gemara, says the Rambam, Nitna Torah v'nischacha halacha. No. The Torah was given and halacha was renewed. Meaning, that's the history of the mitzvah beforehand. But once Moshe Rabbeinu gives us the mitzvahs, who says it's subject to the same rules? It doesn't have to be. It could be shtekets at shiva. But for us, as Avelos is only one day. So it's Gidan Noshe, it's Brismila, it's Eber Menachai, it's Avelos. Other example, we'll skip source 14 through 17. Let me just do the Gemara with you where this phrase comes from of Nitna Torah and then maybe we'll have one one more thought and then we'll uh, and then we'll stop. Says the Gemara in Shabbos of Kuflam and Hey, bottom of the page, source 18. Feel free to look at the other Gemaras as well. It's another example. I'm just trying to conceptualize this. Yeah. So the brothers, they did The not brothers sat Shiva. Midaraisa, Midarabana. Midaraisa, Midarabana. There was no Midaraisa at that time. They were Machavet. Were they Machavet to the Takanas Chachamim or no? The Pshad is that even if they they did what they thought, you know, I mean, you can't say our future. According to the they were Machavet to the Daraisa, this was this was never Daraisa. They were Chavi to the Rosan Hashem, let's call it. So we have no... The Sameach says one th- uh, in one place, in uh, I think in Hilchaz Kriyashma, that certain mitzvahs to Rabbanan are Rosan Hashem. They're an expression of Rosan Hashem. So they, they did Rosan Hashem. But uh, I don't even want to call it the right to It doesn't matter what it was, but it wasn't binding upon us. It wasn't binding upon us. Where did this phrase come from? For the Gemara at the end of Shabbos, that's Kuflam and Hay. Machlokas. Fascinating Machlokas. Amr of Asi. Kol she'imo t'me'a Says Rav Asi, only a woman who becomes Tameh, we know every woman, almost every woman who has a baby becomes Tameh. Tomas Leda. Right? Every woman who becomes Tameh when she has a baby, Nimal Shmona. The baby boy then gets his bris on day eight. But Vachol Leda. If you could come up with a case where a woman is not Tameh Leda, she has a baby but she doesn't become Tameh, then the baby will not get bris on day eight, but would get bris on day one. On day one. Why should you say that? Because the Pazik and Tazriah. The first Pazik and Tazriah says, second Pazik and Tazriah says, talks about Tumas Leda, and the very next Pazik says, So Ravasi says, only Tumas Leda, Brismila day eight. No Tuma, so then Brismila on day one. Right? What's an example of a woman who does not become Tami Leda? Caesarean section. A woman has a baby through a Caesarean section, there's no Tumas Leda. There's no Tomas Leda in that case. What? That day? If the baby is healthy enough. The doctor has to see if the baby is healthy enough, according to Ravasi. Sorry? Did we say this is this is the Ravasi is the halacha? We'll see what the we'll see what the halacha is. You can't argue on Talmudic times. According to in Ravasi's base measures they did it. In Ravasi's base measures they did it? Right? So Amalia Abaya Abaya says that can't be. Don't bring me rias from that. Right, or Rabbi says, I argue why. Bring your Raya that there's no connection between Tumas Leda and Brismil on day 8. Because the earlier generations, Sheini Motumel, they didn't even Right, Rivka, right, Rachel and Leah. 
right? Did they have Tumas Leda? There was no such thing as Tumas Tara in those days. And yet, everybody, Yitzchak had a Brisbane on day eight. Sarah didn't have Tumas Tara, right? Brisbane on day eight. So you see, there's no connection. What does Ravasi answer back? On my way, don't bring me rayas from beforehand about now. There, maybe there was no connection between the Tumah and the, the Brismila, but nowadays there is. That's where it's from. By the way, what do we paskin in this Machlokas? So, you're saying there's no way we paskin like Ravasi. Tell you a secret. We paskin Sveika the Dino. We don't know who to paskin like. And therefore, we're Machmir in both directions. We don't do the Brismila on day one because if you do a Brismila too early, it's not a bris. It's not a bris. You have to be made to the bris again. So whenever you have a suffix, let's say a baby boy is a baby boy is born towards evening. You don't know when the bris is. You do it the following day, the later one, because it's better to do bris meal a day late than a day early. So if a baby were machmir to assume that maybe a buy is right, so that's why you don't do it on day one. But let's say a cesarean section baby is born on Shabbos. The bris milah is the following Sunday. It's not Docha Shabbos. Because maybe Ravazi's right that the Zmano is day one and we know only a bris milah bismano is Docha Shabbos. Not a bris milah shalom bismano. That's why a cesarean section baby boy born on Shabbos is not Docha the following Shabbos. That's where the bris milah is on Sunday and the parents are happy so they can have everybody over Sunday morning. There's some chutzlar, it's not anymore. Right here, it doesn't make a difference. So that's, um, yeah, maybe Fridays. We don't do it. Baby's born on a Tuesday, so you do it the following Tuesday. Right. You don't do it on day one. You don't do it on day one because if, you, if it's one versus eight, eight is better. Because eight you'll see according to all the opinions. Okay. One final thought. Maybe two final thoughts. One final thought and one other one-liner. Beginning of the Parsha, when Esav and Yaakov finally meet, meet each other, when Esav and Yaakov finally want to meet each other, so they run to each other, and what happens? They fall in each other's Pulling each other's neck. Pazak says, you see in the top right of the last page, Esav runs and gives him a hug, and he falls on his neck and kisses him, and they cry. And they cry. Plural. Asks for Schwab. Why was Yaakov crying? Why was Yaakov crying? Okay, Chazal say Esav was upset. He didn't have any jewels with him, and okay, he didn't eat. Right? He said he. Uh, they say he. Um, his according to one of the tradim is he tried to, to bite him, and his his neck turned to stone, so his teeth hurt. Right? So whatever. So why did why did why did Yaakov cry? Why did Yaakov cry? Also, says of Schwab, the fact that the Torah says and they cried is kind of like putting them together, like they cried about the same thing. Let's say and he cried and he cried. They cried means they cried together. They were crying about the same thing. They were crying about the same thing. What were they crying about? So what are they crying about? So Venira. This is not going with the measures that he bid him. The fact that Esav, and this is another Chazal, that Esav really at that moment had Rachmanus. Yaakov sent him all these presents and all these presents and all these presents and he was Makabal Yaakov Aratzon. That was really a nace. He was walking here to kill him. He was walking here to kill Esav. That moment, he gave him a hug. When he kissed him, and he cried. Why did he cry? Skip a line, line 15. became miraculous. At that moment, Esav, all of a sudden, he didn't even realize what he was doing. His body just... Kissed it, kissed his brother. 
And he kissed Yaakov. Skip a few lines. Line 27. When Esav realized what happened, all of a sudden, he had a moment of realizing what a low level he was on. He wanted to kill his brother. And he realizes what a waste his entire life has been. He literally saw Yitzchak Avinu Avram. Look how deep he's come. Look what he could have reached. HaKadosh Baruch does a nace, a nace at that moment. He realizes what he lost, the potential. That's what he's crying about. Says her Schwab, and Yaakov cried for the same thing. Look at what my brother Esav. Look what he could have become. He had such kochos. He had such kochos in him to be such a strong person. So they were both crying by Yivku. Esav's crying because of the nace that occurred and all of a sudden he had, wow, because Baruch does this nace, look what I really could have been in my life. And Yaakov says, look what he could have been in his life. It's all about the potential. It's all about, we have to realize, we mentioned two weeks ago or so, Bacha Rebbe, when the executioner jumped into the fire, Yesh Kone Achas, right? Every moment in our life could have great potential. Just to end with a one-liner, um, I showed this to one or two of you in, uh, a few weeks ago. It says the Ebenezer. It's a great Ebenezer to know where everyone lives in the world, to know what uh, it's a good idea to do. What's the first thing Yaakov Avinu does when he comes back to Eretz Yisrael? He beats Yaakov Avinu. The first thing he does is to buy a plot of land. The first thing he does. He comes to Eretz Yisrael and buys a plot of land. Right? We should be able to get Shechem now. Buys a plot of land, says the Eben Ezra. You have to remember this line. The Hiskerzak last source. The Hiskerzak Kasev Lahodia Ki Ma'ala Gedola Yesh La Eretz Yisrael. The Chimisha Yesh Lo Ba Chelek Chashiv Hu Kechelet Olam Haba. You got a piece of Eretz Yisrael, you got a piece of Olam Haba. Right? All the Rishonim, everyone always tried to get to Eretz Yisrael because Me'ain Olam Haba. Shabbos is Me'ain Olam Haba in time. Eretz Yisrael, Yisrael is Me'ain Olam Haba in place. Mishish Lo Chelek. So we should all be zoche, all of Chayisol should be zoche to achieve that Olam Haba and then eventually the ultimate Olam Haba as well.